0: Welcome back to Real Talk Torah, courtesy of The Database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg. For today's issue and she'er and conversation, we are going to have a fascinating and heavy discussion on the topic of the Torah's view of animals. What is the role that animals plays in the life of a Jew? As from traditional Orthodox Jews, what is the proper approach to our relationship with animals? And I'm being joined by my brother of Daniil, who is going to be having uh, another incredible conversation with me. We always love having you here, and it always makes for, yes, a great time, but also a productive discussion. So thank you for joining.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: And when it comes to this particular subject, it's one that I really actually wanted to talk about for a long time, and more recently, since Parshas Noach, I wanted to have this conversation. And it could be, it's just my intuition, to connect the to connect the shear to Inyana Yoma, and I felt that every week I've been able to find some connections. So when it came to Parshas Noach, that was obvious we had the uh, the all the animals that we find in Parshas Noach. That's also the Parsha where we have the source of being able to eat from animals, of course not from Avram and Achai. And but then it, it continued it continue to come up. So for example, the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, which it came up a, a bunch of weeks ago, uh, a bunch of shiurim ago at this point in the daf, where the Gemara discussed the Rosh Hashanah for Meister behema That has become a craze nowadays for certain, uh, we'll call it sects of Judaism, to pay attention to what some might refer to as animal rights. And there's an obvious irony there, because if you think about what Meister Bahama was, and what happened to the Meister Behemoth, you look at the Pasukam, you know, Beferish and Parshat and Rashi right there tells you that they would consume the animal, um, of, the, of the firstborn animal, eating it under the right circumstances, but that animal would, in fact, be eaten. Um, but um, there they, they, there's so many different things, besides for the, also the fact that um, this past week, Rivka Yemenu she fed the camels a lot of water, which was considered a great act of chesed. The Malbin right there points to Tzar Balei and most recently, I would say the fact that this past Sunday, I went to the Miami zoo with uh, with uh, my wife and um, and, and son and, and niece. We had a really good time. We saw the animals, we even saw camels, and I was thinking of Rifko Manu. but those were some among the many things that came up when I was considering this particular topic so well, um, whatever it may be, where well, we're able to connect it, and if you need, um, I'll, I'll even connect it. The to just told us in a minute. Uh, but before we do, um, let's just thank our sponsors. First, we have Lili Nishma mm-hmm. Shmuel Ben and Arye Leib Lea Bas and Yehuda Chizle Yehuda Yakir Ben Rav Shlomo. Then Shamma should have an Aliyah and anyone who wants to um, to join our sponsor. If you enjoy the things that we do in this particular podcast, the shiurim, the herbatzist Torah, so please reach out to me at thedatabase at gmail.com. That's the database B-E-I-S, at gmail.com to make your sponsorship today. Okay, sir, Daniel, let's uh, let's talk a little bit. So, um, as I mentioned, a heavy conversation. Do you have any initial thoughts before we start uh, addressing any of the sources? Well,
1: first, I'm, I'm, ins- I'm insulted that you didn't invite me to the zoo with you. Um, sounds like it would have
0: been a little bit of fun. Yeah, I mean, uh, at least okay. you you invited so, me to the Zoom.
1: Right, that's true. Um, you put the zoo in the Zoom. Um, so I'll I'll just there there's like okay, there, there, there's there there's so much to
0: discuss. And I think there are many layers uh, to the conversation that we could have too.
1: Certainly, certainly, there's there's the discussion about animals in general, various roles of animals. I think the most um, practical one especially for for 2021 is the role of uh, be, being a vegan or and or vegetarian uh in uh, and according to Torah values i think that's going that's like a major part of the discussion Sure. and then you know everything else i think that i think that that'll really be a, a major one um and i'm not you know i just to clarify like i'm not uh, An expert on all the contemporary literature on the topic, you know, it's uh, if, 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 uh, I have a misora from from rabbanim, and, and but I've learned a lot of the older sources and a few of the newer sources that discuss things that are related to our topic. But uh, there, there's definitely a lot, a lot out there to discuss, and we'll, I guess we'll do our best to uh, to condense some of these discussions and, and sim- simplify. I think tonight. I think just to keep it very, very simple and keep the focus because there's a lot of talk and there's a lot of noise out there. And sure. just to keep it very, very simple and basic, and, and let's let's stick to the sources and let's you know stick to you know really uh, to to Tanakh, Shas, Masehura. Really, really try to, to get down to like what what has, which is always how we try to figure out what Hashem wants from us.
0: Okay, so I'm I'm happy that you set the stage like that and uh, set the tone for the conversation because there are. There there are a lot of phrases that are thrown around. There is a lot of noise. So one that you hear frequently is Tza'ar Ba'alei Chaim, which um, is, in fact, it's a, that is a diaraisa in the Torah, the source of which is not so clear. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's actually a machlokas. It's a
1: machlokas in the Gemara, whether it's a diaraisa
0: or not. Right, but, but uh, I believe we've we no, The Gemara on Sha, Shabbos, right? Uh, Kuf Nundalen has a, in the opinion of Rabbi
1: Gamliel that holds it's not diaraisa.
0: Right, but there's a Gemara in Bava Metziel and Laman Beis, and that also is where the topic is discussed um, and, uh, the, 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 and I, I think that I, I, I could be wrong I, I believe we Paskin that it is dear Raisa and, um, and even if the source is not so clear so for example you find in the Mafarshim in the, in the Poskin. so my Rebbe um, has a whole essay in several of his svarim on the topic of Tzahar B'Alechaim the Rebbe of we know how prolific he is on um, um, the Rosh Hashiva that we shared uh, for, for a number of years and so you find Teina prika. Um, Rashi quotes Azov. Um, Azovimo is one of the sources. The sheetamikubetas He quotes in the name of the Rabe that we learn from the de Chasima The Ritva says that it's a halachla Moshe The Rambam has a different source for it. The, the Malach's conversation with Bilam and uh, and Bilaam hitting the donkey. So that, that's that's what he quotes as a source. The, the, there are a lot of different sources in the Poskim for Tsar Baal Chaim, and. It's one of those things that you hear thrown around, but there are actual definitions to these phrases. That they're the, it's not just a slogan, and it's not just something that you can invoke when you have a gut feeling about something. So, for example, Tzav um, in its plainest sense, refers to the unnecessary torture of an animal. And there we have Shiloh HaKain, and even with Shiloh HaKain, we know what the Gemara says about Shiloh HaKain, that the person who says, oh, the, the Rachman that Hashem shows for his creatures, so we we shush that person. And and, and the Ramban says that the whole point of Shiloh HaKain has nothing to do with our relationship to the bird. Nothing to do with our relationship to the bird, but it's about our relationship to a Midah of Achzarius versus the Midah of rachmonis, meaning how we should, in general, treat other people. So... There are so we to, to block out the noise I think is a good goal and I would say that um, although I have a very strong Yeats there to be very cynical about this especially because of you know what 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 I presume with my with my uh, my cursory glance and the life that I live, and again the mitzvah that you mentioned that we follow, so it's it's very easy to be cynical about this kind of thing, but I, I think I think our goal should be exactly as you put it that we should be able to have a lishma conversation about what is lichat chilah right? We 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 know that there was certainly a place where animals were, were eaten. In the Torah, we know, obviously, the concept of animal sacrifice. Last week's Parsha, the whole question was, should Yitzchak be sacrificed or not? Sorry, two weeks ago's Parsha, should Yitzchak be sacrificed or not? And then the replacement was going to be an animal, and all of a sudden, that made everything okay, that the animal is going to be the sacrifice instead of Yitzchak. The Torah is centered around animal sacrifices, and you can question, you know, um, the, the 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 what's going to be with animal sacrifices in the future, presumably Korban Pesach is one that's going to stick to the way it is. But but there, 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 there are plenty of conversations um, that you find, even some gedolim talking about. Um, I think we're of cook most famously, about what's going to be with animal sacrifices in the in the era of, of Binyan Binyan Bayis Shlishi, uh, Bimhera Biaminu. But to so let's but like, but again, as as you as you as you framed it, to see what exactly is the ideal, because it is it is the, if the question is osur or mutter, the answer is. Is very plainly it's mutter. It is mutter to eat animals, right? If that's the question, right? Because you, you you mentioned the topic of uh, veganism and the Torah approach. But then there's the larger question, the the, the bigger the the bigger uh, picture question of what is our relationship to animals? What is the role of animals? Why did Hashem create animals? So there, there's a larger conversation here to be had than just whether or not animals are mutter. And even if animals are mutter to eat. Because it has Hashem explicitly matred it to Noah and for all of mankind moving forward, but just because something is mutzer doesn't necessarily mean that it's ideal. It doesn't necessarily mean that that you that it's all value neutral that you should just go ahead and do. it. It's not a problem. There is that famous Ramban of don't be a novel birshas torah from kiddushin to hu. You should strive. For, you should reach for more. You should you should reach to be higher in Ruchnias. So is that a place where we would invoke that ideal? Is this a place when it comes to the consumption of animals? Should we invoke such an ideal there? So, um, well, so yeah, you have, you have thoughts on that?
1: I, yeah, I think...
0: By the way, I, I'm not yeah, I saying yes or no. At least not on yeah, this the I'm sense. not saying it. Well, look, the
1: question, the mean, just the way, the, way, the way you said it. I, I guess there's two points. Which one do you want to start with? Do you want to start with at what's our relationship to animals in general, or... Is it um, an ideal to not use animals and not eat animals? Is that is that like a, something that that's a, it's like a m- more ideal? And you don't want to be, you know, a nevelurishosat Torah. An-
0: so let, 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 let's focus on on that second one that you just mentioned. Now, first, we'll come back to the bigger okay. picture later as we, as we as we try to start wrapping up. But yeah, I'll, right. I'll... So,
1: so I mean, what, what what I do when I want to know is this what a, a higher level person does. I, I look to people whom I consider to be higher level people. So I look back to personalities that are that are tzaddikim in Tanakh. We have a the that they are tzaddikim. I look at personalities in the Mishnah and the Gemara. I look at my own band and um, so you know, you want let's let's talk. Let's let's we don't we don't have. I don't think we have better examples than people like Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, and in this week's parsha. Mm-hmm. So Yitzhak so says, make me some Mean, and, and it's a big focus of the story. These foods,
0: go yeah. hunt food for And He says, make it just the way I like it. He doesn't right. even say, make a special carbone. Right. He says, make it the way I enjoy it.
1: And And I'm very willing to say that it's something much deeper. It's not that just that Yitzhak was Taiva and he just had these desires for food. I, I believe it's much more exalted. But very, very simply, Yitzhak Vinu has a has a there's a big focus on on, on the the meat that he's that the meat that he's eating. You know, that, that that's a big part. And Yitzhak doesn't say, you know what I wish I was much better but I'm giving into my Yitzhara here. That doesn't seem to be what Yitzhak is doing and and if Yitzhak is then then well like, Avram Abram Vinu. he serves he he serves a cow to his to his guests. Adam Avinu, it no question, no question that he is the beacon of morality for his time and, and, and really for all of history. For, for all time. And he, for all time. And he's and he's okay with eating meat. Not only only okay. Like he actively does it. He didn't offer you know maybe maybe carrots would be better. You no, know, he doesn't do that. He says he, like, he 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 doesn't he just brings out meat for them. And we have, you know, throughout throughout uh, the 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 Chomish, Karbanos, Sadikim bringing Karbanos, Moshe Beino at Har bringing Karbanos. Uh, we like we have have we have tons of Karbanos. We're commanded bring Karbanos. Okay, the to the concession wasn't. Push up shot, Is that people pe- that, that that this is something that we're commanded to do, instructed to do, have always done? I'm looking around at at, at the tzaddikim through our history, the mm-hmm. tzaddikim through so- our history. My own rebbeim, my own uh- rebbeim. My rebbeim who and, and you and you know them and you have them. They are they are and caring and and knowledgeable and humble and every good meat that you could possibly have, the one thing that's lacking in them is that they eat meat, and they enjoy it, at least on Shabbos, you know, they don't they don't overindulge in any physicality, but they do eat meat, and they enjoy the meat that they eat, and so, that goes back to really throughout the, the history, with the exception, you know, very few exceptions, like, okay, cook and, and not, not to a strong minimize Cook, but but very few exceptions, overall, we have a history of tzadikin, being careful in this and that, and this and that, and this and that, and not refraining from eating meat.
0: So, well, I, I want to come back to one point that you made, and I want, I, and I, in a sense, we can call it playing devil's advocate, but again, we're, we're looking for l'cha so, you know, um... And not to say, I'm not by any means saying that none of the individuals that you referenced, even in passing, um, or even by by, a, by way of illusion, that they weren't living a way of lichat chilo. But to try to understand the ideal. So one thing that you mentioned in passing was concession. that Mila, The Rambam talks about the concessional aspect of, of Karbanos, that this was a way, at least to get us away from the Vod de Zara. What would you say... To such an argument that some people have said, and this actually came up in a similar conversation that we had here on Real Talk Torah. It was another very popular conversation. You should know we had a lot of listenership on that one. You can, and anyone who wants to can go back and listen to it. We spoke about the topic of slavery and whether that was considered, or whether it is intrinsically immoral. Is that something that Hashem condones maybe on a lichat chila level? And we, we spoke about the different sources on that topic. There are some who... May, um, who have presented such an argument that the union of, of avdos, of slavery, and a Jew owning another person as a slave, be it a Jew or a non-Jew, that was a concession for the times. And I'm not saying it is or, or it isn't. I mean, we, 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 we spoke about the different sides of the argument when we had that conversation. And the question is, 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 is there room to say such a thing here that when it comes to Hashem, um, openly telling Noah you can eat animals, and having a mutter institution called shchita, a matir on the consumption of animals and all the different laws concerning it. You can't have aver Menachai, but you could have animals. You can't um, do Osova Espino biomecha los shchatu biomecha, but you can do shchita. Um, you, you you can take the eggs and the chicks from the mother bird, but don't do it in the presence of the mother bird, right? Don't. Um, so we have rules in, in the Torah. We have ideals. And then we have ways that you can and cannot. But would might we suggest such a suggestion that maybe all of these matirim are just that—they're they permits, but they are maybe concessions. Is it possible to suggest that maybe morality somehow is sensitive to the times and evolves with the times? Is there room to say such a thing? I think that
1: there's a there's. A chance, and that's a discussion you can have. I mean, it, it, I, I, I have a quick response to that. I mean, I'll save it for, for a moment. There's a chance you could say. That. You have to see is that is that a, is that really plausible? Looking just looking at the Torah itself, looking how Chazal understand it. Then there are so many mitzvos that are based around eating. And eating meat and and karbonos, like it's it's such a big part. I meaning it's not like a few laws of Eved Ivry you know, or 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 Kanani. It's so many mitzvos are uh, so many of the mitzvos of the Torah are are karbonos based. It's like a crazy percentage of the six hundred thirty mitzvos are, are based on karbonos and so based on us killing animals. And then of course, how Khazal point, you know, things like Shabbos and Yomta which are a focal point of, of a Jew's life the Beis which they say
0: literally the base of that we yearn for every single day where there's going to be a Mizbeach
1: yeah right for sure the, the base of is the focal point in time in, in place in space and the focal point in time is Shabbos and Yom Tov and a central piece of it is the Seuda having Fish I mean, we didn't get to fish. fish it's interesting. We discussion. sing about that. Fish all, fish all the meals. Like, it, it, it's such a major piece. I mean, like, it's not like, uh, it, it's not like, it's not like where if you don't have an Eved, like, yeah, it, it looks very different from, from, from normative Judaism if you don't have an Eved. I don't think that's true. However... If you have if you ha- if you have uh, if, if you decide upon yourself well okay yeah so I'm not bringing carbonos because I don't I think it's immoral right or I'm not or, I'm or not no 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 the- so when
0: it comes to carbonos you might say okay the carbonos or whatever that's a chok, I don't understand it it's the divine will but me on my own I, I, I'm in the mood for a steak I have the option I can go I can go to a vegan restaurant. I can uh, I can go to my garden and get some uh, you know some vegetables or go to go to an apple orchard or, Hain, uh, right. which uh, we're gonna speak about later this week. That's right right so, so the, 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 it's just such
1: a major major part that you find throughout the meat the, the focal points of, of, of Judaism to, that to say like this is a wrong thing. this is a concession. It's a little bit harder to say. I hear someone can make the argument, but this is the short answer that I had, which I think really is, is important. And I, and I know that not everyone's, going to be able, not everyone's going to be willing to accept this. But I say, okay, so maybe. Let's see. Maybe if you have improved morality and it's developed and we've, we've built up to a level where we don't need it as much, so maybe. So who are the people who are going to be leading this movement for me? Okay. That's yeah. my question. That's my question. So I look around – and you know i i i don't i don't i don't see an inkling towards this in the previous generation in the in the previous generation the previous generation from most of whom uh most of the most of the of the the Rebunim that i respect and of course i just i do want to put uh, something on off to the side for a moment we're talking about let's say i go into my backyard and i shecht my
0: personal cow in a humane way i'm not talking about
1: what might happen in some
0: institutions um,
1: math produced you know some of these farms and things like that And that, that's a different discussion I think that's also it's worth of discussing but I'm talking about just general the idea of of you know shifting your own pet chicken your own pet cow according to the so I, I don't see um, I don't see moral people shying away the, the, the people that I do see uh, doing that are you know the, the, the ones who, who are who are like oh you know we should be more moral than that so they're, they, overall they seem to be lacking in some fundamental parts of our, our Misora and fundamental parts of, of, of Judaism. So I'm not going to let them determine what's moral and what's not. I'm going to focus on what, what, the, uh, what the real Rabbanim and Tamir Chachamim who are such caring, good moral, sensitive, okay, so. aware, conscious people what they're
0: saying. So you, you said a lot there, and, um, and I, I would definitely agree with all of it, but I, um, I want to I press a little bit further. So, meaning, I, I would agree, like if the, if the people leading this movement are coming from other ends of the spectrum, let's say, if they are coming from other movements, if they appear to be activists, okay, so in hachinami, I would agree, if they're breaking other gedarim, if there are other gedarim that they are breaking in their hashkafa, right? So if, if they're behind other movements that are not consistent with the Torah way, I definitely hear that. Who would? You're right, who would be leading the way? Because I, I noticed that exactly none, exactly zero of my rabbeim took on this chumrah, if we can call it that, of, of, of veganism. Um, and, and, and I would agree with you. The, qu- the question, if maybe, is why that should be. Because, because if, if, we, if we think about it from, if we try to be intellectuals about this, try to think about it from a logical perspective, and maybe from a perspective of compassion, you know, another, another reason why this is all also in Yana Dioma, recently there was this, uh, in, in, uh, in Greece, I believe, there was this, uh, um, this new ruling, i um, outlawing Shita. And okay. I can tell you there are there are and uh, this is also in Yom because of uh, we're we're about to head into Rosh Chodesh Kislev the Avanim so uh, we're learning another enactment of the Avanim this one they were trying to get rid of uh, Shrita. but there there like uh, there are people. And there are Jews, and whatever, whatever their political denomination, really, it shouldn't matter. But there, such arguments have been uttered. That, no pun intended. Okay, that's Because it really wasn't. Move on. Yeah, let's move on. Move, move on. Um, i and definitely move on, even, yeah. um, but. <laughs> We're not doing well here, um, but uh, the, the 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 argument has been has been muttered uh, and suggested that this is a, Could you possibly call yourself a moral person if you would just take an animal's life just so that you can eat it, right? You, the thing was living one moment ago, and all of a sudden you interrupted its life, its nice young life. It was doing what it was doing. And then all of a sudden you interrupted and you decided that you were going to eat it. And and this is, this is, the, this is the argument that's being made by Greece and being made by, um, I would say, many Jews who don't necessarily um, align with the Masora. And the question is maybe it sounds like we could make the argument that would defend it, and as you said, maybe there could be room for such an argument, but who would be leading the way in Hakinami, I agree with that, but let's talk about why that should be why is it that we that we don't apparently grant if I'll use the word sensitivity, we don't grant that sensitivity to the animals? what in fact would be the way? and going also going back to what um, to the point about whether or not the sensitivities change with the generation. So, I asked you the question, um, having my, my opinion in mind. My, my opinion, plainly, was, I think it's a hard argument to say, especially as you put it, that it's so central to Judaism, a lot of the things that we do with meat. But I, 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 would, put it in, I would put it even differently. Hashem does have, at his disposal, the ability to tell us what his Ratzon is. And even when he does, and right, Rav Asher Weiss has a famous uh, piece where he talks about how there's a Ratzon Hashem, even when the Torah is not explicit about something, it is very clear sometimes what the Ratzon Hashem is. The fact that Saddam could be punished for not giving tzedakah, even though tzedakah is not one of the Shiva Mitzvah B'nai Noach. So... Well, Rav Asher Weiss explains and my, my Rebbe Rav Yenison Sachs quotes him frequently that there's a Ratzon Hashem meaning not everything that's not explicit in the Torah is value neutral there are certain things that are obvious ideals so it sounds like when it comes to this sort of thing, we haven't put at least our posthum have not put veganism up on that pedestal yet as one of these things that you should strive for. None of them have taken on this in a way. I think it begs the question: if we think about the poor animal, if we think about what the what the animal might be going through, why that should be? Why are you know like what what, what gives us not 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 the permission, but the ethical standpoint that should say that this is okay, and if if and if it is okay. Then, like, what is the what is the role of animals? Why, in fact, did Hashem put them here? And, like, I don't know. Start, I, intuitively, yeah. yeah so, so, the right, so, 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 I, I just want to say I, the, the argument I, that someone make is that intuitively we can understand why this seems like a brazen thing to eat an animal, even if you shechted it the proper way.
1: Right. So I I, I'll, I want to answer that by really taking a step in the other direction for a moment. There is an argument um, for vegetarianism in the uh, – from a for, – for many people from a Kabbalistic perspective that within – in Kabbalah, it's actually – it's like a bad thing for uh, wicked people to eat meat, <laughs> that meat should be eaten by tzaddikim because it achieves a tikkun, right? It – it uh, – to translate that, it, it gives like a spiritual completion and fixing and rectification of of the, the, its purpose in this world. And when that comes through Sadiqib, uh, it's great because they, the righteous people are able to eat in a certain way with the proper kavanos, the proper intention, and they elevate it. And therefore there's no greater pleasure for the animal to be slaughtered and eaten by a righteous person and then for by and if you're not a righteous purpose person then actually it's actually not so good right it's not good for the animal maybe not good for you so there is such an argument within Kabbalah um, and you, you don't usually hear people for animals rights invoking this right especially because this 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 in for, first of all because usually they're not coming from a real Torah perspective a lot of the time and, and secondly uh, this this also has both sides because it includes where it's actually good to kill animals. But, but, but basically what it, what, what it means, right, to speak for, for, you know, normal people like you and me who are not involved in, in the Kabbalistic world, um, it, it's their purpose for being here. What, why, why did God create them? We see at the beginning of creation, so Hashem speaks to Adam about his relationship with animals. Right, you're supposed to get, name them. They're supposed to have some sort of purpose. But you're you're in charge. You're running the show. Not that you can necessarily eat them, but they're there to to, to serve you. And we see that there are, you know, cl- there's clothing of, of of or animal skins or with an alim, animal skins that are given to Adam Chava. How did Hashem make them? Hashem sm- like snap his that he doesn't have and they and they they appeared there did Hashem strip an animal of its skin I don't know but they're wearing animal skin that happens and then it's just more explicit in, in Noah like why did Hashem change so this is actually just a, 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 a discussion with a wide you know range of opinions of what changed after, after the mob after the Bible with uh, the permission to eat animals which is really strange here.
0: by the way very very strange Hashem says oh you saved the animals good job now you can eat them now you can kill them and eat them as your food like it, it doesn't right. sound like you know like the, you you know if you save a guy a guy's life now you have permission to do whatever you want you can kill him now and eat him now so clearly it was it was it was put into the Bria that there is this differentiation in level in hierarchy if we can call it that a right. food chain if we can call it that uh, a reasonable right. food chain that Hashem understood in the Berea.
1: Right. In fact, working on, the, on, your, on the, the, that word that you chose, of the hierarchy, so it, this is, I, I, have a, I have a shot, I forgot if I shared with you in the past, regarding uh, regarding the Teva, and that we have on the Teva, there are, uh, the Torah goes out of its way to mention that there are three floors, and the mainstream opinion in Chazal, that Rashi quotes, uh, is that the top floor is for humans, the middle floor is for animals, and the bottom floor is for, for the refugees, the garbage, and the question of why the Torah goes out of its way to tell us about these three floors, why is it significant that they have, you know, different? Why the, why Chazal go out of their way to tell us what's on these three floors, and especially I, what I've mentioned in the past is the the awkward proportions of having an, two floors of the same size. One of them has eight human beings, and the other one has two of every animal, two to fourteen of every animal on the planet. Right? It, it's 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 very disproportionate. And one of my approaches—I have several approaches to this question—but one of them is that it was it was very important to have a clear demonstration of the of the, the distinction between animals and humans, especially when Chazal tells us that was one of the blurred lines, one of the major blurred lines in the time of of the of the Mabel was not, not differentiated between humans and animals, right? And uh-huh. they were they, were, they were, uh, humans were, ma- were mating with animals. So we need this distinction. And the, the Ma'ara points out that the model is used because – why, why water? Because water is, by definition, amorphous, and people lived in an amorphous way. Everything was blurred lines. And, and so what I wanted to suggest was that the, that having a top floor, even though, yeah, there's only eight and there's thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, if not millions of animals on the second floor, but there, and only eight on the top. But we need to have this distinction very, very clear. Humans are above animals, and Noah is going to feed the animals. He's going to go downstairs, reach down to them, and then go back up, because humans are. That's what I was saying—a hierarchy, because they're higher on the ark, oh. right? The, the, yeah, I, like I, I feel like every time we say one of these, we lose like a few viewers uh, or listeners. Um, but 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 this hierarchy, I think, is 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 they're, like they, they have they have this time in the in the Teva An entire year for the animals to learn and for humans to learn that humans and animals are not the same and humans are elevated above animals. So that when they all get off the teva, it's very, very clear why Noah is allowed to eat the animals. Because Noah has shown his superiority over them and that humans are really the focus of creation. The the animals are the background. The animals are the background, just like the plants. And they
0: all serve Hashem. Right,
1: the the, 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 the the background of the world is the animals. That's that's why you know Hashem takes uh, you know, a, a a few of a sample of every of every species, uh, because they're the background. They're they're for use. And Noah says, "Oh wait, I brought uh, fourteen kosher animals. It must be that I'm supposed to bring them as carbonos. That I'm supposed to use them." He he realizes if he has extras, he's supposed to use them. The rest are supposed to repopulate the world. But it's it's very clear to Noah that the animals have a purpose. And I'm supposed to use them. How do I use them? Okay. How do I treat them? Okay. Yeah, these, these are all questions. And you have to be careful about that. And Sarbali is a real thing. It's a it's Even Rabbi Gamaliel, the Gemara that I mentioned, holds It's at least an issue of Midirbana. Though the mainstream opinion is Midiraisa. So it's a real thing of how to treat animals, but that animals are here for our use, that's that's question. Maybe this is the same, like La deal Our discussion about about slaves is is when you have a when, let's let's say you have a slave and it's okay to have a slave and it's great to have a slave. You you have to treat them properly. That was very very clear.
0: He's a guy, he has so, to tell another
1: tale. La to make this distinction, a very clear distinction, La between slaves, which are humans and animals, but the same idea that right? If if a slave is supposed to serve you again, according to that possibility. Their slave is supposed to serve you, but you treat them properly. So animals are on, on a, a completely different, you know, realm. realm. And there's a way to treat them, but they're there to serve you. So for what you need, if you need to, right? I mean, just like what do we write in Sefer Torah, <laughs> right? Right.
0: It's a good point. Like that,
1: our t- the holiest, t- the holiest things that we have, other than our bodies ourselves, are a Sefer Torah, our Tfillin, mezuzos,
0: So clearly
1: written on animals like that, that that's clear they're there to serve us and you have to be a mensch and you can't be cruel and you have to follow mitzvahs and, and uh, a protocol of and, and you have to make sure that you're not over the issue of but animals are put into this world to, for to serve humans for humans to use to connect to hashem
0: Right, so now um, I think clearly um, some of those examples are, the, they seem to be the most pristine thing that could ever happen to an animal right? The luckiest animal is the one that gets to be used to our Sefer Torah, the one that gets to be put on the Mizbech as a carbon Maybe the, you could argue the one that you make a bracha on before eating But technically you could, you could get through life and do most of the mitzvos without eating meat and and, and again, I'm, I'm still playing devil's advocate here, um, but you, you know, there, there, are, there are a lot of things you can do without eating meat. So you can you can still do a safer Torah on that. You'll have to kill the animal to get your tefillin, You'll have to kill the animal. Um, you don't. So there are plenty to where you don't have that option of getting out of it. Now you you can have a vegetarian diet for most of your life, and maybe there would be such an ideal for that. I want to make an argument in the opposite direction that maybe. To not make this differentiation, and maybe uh, to to not eat animals, not to say that it's necessarily immoral, but maybe maybe in a certain sense there's an ethical wrong in having such a standard. So one of one of the models that I would use is ribbit, um, not not to be mistaken, not, not, not it like the frog that you should have compassion on, and all the other animals that you should have compassion on, but ribis, um and You uh, certainly men- should,
1: and you certainly should not
0: eat. Yeah, you shouldn't eat frogs. Um, but, but um, ribbis um, uh, so lending money with interest. So there's a machlokas in the Rishonim. We know that it's obviously usher to lend another yid with ribbis, but to lend to a goy, is that mutter, or is it a mitzvah? And that's the, that's the machlokas, and the same thing we have by by a when it comes to loans. So we we for a goy. We do we do take loans. Um, um, for, for, for a Jew, we, 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 we repay. And we, oh, sorry, well, for, for a Jew, we forego. For a guy, we don't forego, we press. And the same him, rishonim, if you look at the Ramban and the Sefer Chanuf, they both talk about it um, in the, Ram, the Rambam Sefer Mitzvah. Is it a mitzvah or is it just mutter to, to lend them with ribbons and to not forego the loans? And the, the reason to say that it's a mitzvah is that there's apparently a differentiation in the relationship that we're supposed to have between us and other Yiddin and us and and the Gentile nations because of the brotherhood that we're supposed to have. Meaning, ribbis intrinsically, we wouldn't call stealing. We wouldn't even call it immoral. We would call it a business transaction. a a normal business transaction. But when it comes to paying for chesed, right, so for you, getting repaid for your chesed in a certain way, that's something that we don't do when it comes to other fellow Jews. We make a, 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 there's supposed to be a very specific line of demarcation between how we um, do business transactions with our our brothers and how we do it with people who are not necessarily our brothers. And you can make a similar, you can use the model similarly when it comes to how we, we interact with animals. We have certain laws that are meant to safeguard and conserve midos of rachmanus of compassion to not be to not be an achzar. We have those in place. All of those are in place, mainly for our relationships, our interpersonal relationships. Emphasis on personal, emphasis on person. Interpersonal relationships. That that that's what these midos are 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 supposed to be ingrained for, and that's why we have all these these halachos. Obviously also that you shouldn't do tzar ba'aleichayim, that the animal shouldn't suffer at your hands. But for a person who's going to say, no, but you know, I think it's even immoral to eat from the food, to kill the animal just for the purpose of eating it, that is, as you mentioned, blurring the lines and perhaps blurring lines that Hashem specifically did not want us to blur. Yes, the animals serve Hashem, they all sing to Hashem in Perik, Shira, and they all have a purpose somehow in this world, and some of them are meant for, apparently, our consumption. Meant for our consumption, I would, I would argue. That, that, there, that there's apparently an ideal, maybe, of eating them. But certainly, for a person to say, you know, I'm going to be tzaddik harbe, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab for more. So we do say kedoshim to you, and don't be an novel Torah. And then the question is, as you mentioned once again, who will be leading the way in such a movement? But are there, can you make such arguments in the other direction that maybe there's a good reason why, why oh, even as society has quote unquote progressed and evolved, there are certain sensitivities that did not necessarily um, peak the Gedolei Yisrael. And, and they, they were motivated by that. Now, there, we see that there are certain sensitivities when it comes to maybe race relations and, ha, and how you, t- Onas Devarim, the way you talk to other people. Certainly in the Gemara, they were very aggressive. Certainly in the Rishonim, they might have very Harif words and Harif ways of describing people. And there, there are things that aren't always PC, maybe in Shas. And you might say that, yeah, that, you might give that as an example where in an evolving generation, pet there's certain things that they might have been more easy to talk about in the times of the postgame, in the times of the Rishon, in the times of, of, of Shas, where now there's a sensitivity to that and you, you shouldn't say those words. There's certain words nowadays, English words, that didn't exist in those times and the Gedoli Yisrael would tell you not to say those words today because they have bad connotations. That kind of evolution does not seem to, you know, the the Yisrael, if we can call it having, um, catching up, they haven't caught up with that. And, it could, and it could be because they don't see it as catching up. It could be they don't see that as progressing, but they but they see that as almost a veering, as as maybe a roundabout way. It's almost going off topic. It's get it's it's going in the wrong direction, or it's a misdirection of what we should actually be focusing on. So you, you hear the point that I'm making?
1: Yeah, I mean you're you're saying that they haven't gotten
0: there. But not just that they haven't gotten there. Maybe they 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 uh, or not maybe. I, I, I mean, are you, are you,
1: are, you making, are you making an argument that 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 they they haven't gotten there yet?
0: No, that's exactly my point. I'm mean, I'm saying they intentionally aren't going there. They're not going there. Not not in 2021, and I don't think they're going there in 20 in 2030.
1: It, it, it could be. Meaning, I'm not I'm not close-minded to the possibility of some you know Edenic utopian reality once Mashiach comes that might change okay. to some degree I'm open to that I mean right some, some will uh, will invoke a uh, ishayahu right about the, uh, the right wolf and the lamb and some will say no it's figurative and some will say no bon it's bon literal. Bon. well yeah um about about like what what will be and, and it could like meaning it could it could be that, that there's that on the agenda. I, I wouldn't that, that's not such a crazy thought that there will be no killing at all. I mean even though Khazal describe Khazal describe um the what happens when Shia comes is a killing of a son, a killing of the Behemoths of these massive animals and people eat from them, right? But, but after
0: that, but I'm saying even and even like, with the Kadoshan tihus, even with all those um, arguments you can invoke, there is I think there's the counter principle maybe of on Sadiq harbe, and maybe you could even argue, and you could even argue maybe that's not even called being a Sadiq. Maybe it's not even called being a Right, meaning that like what they'll
1: say is meaning like the the most most you know detached aloof people will say fast you know maybe save meat for shabbos that that kind of thing is is we see but not because of you know we have to we have to care how dare you kill kill animals but really from a from a from a perspective of you minimizing your, your 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 involvement in the physical world yes right like if you if you ask if you ask not just Rav Chaim Kanievsky, but you know, Rav Chaim Kanievsky and Rav Shafter. And I don't want to say everyone in between on the spectrum, but everyone in between right. and a little bit on the edges, Major
0: leaguers. Think, what what should, what should you be working on? I need to
1: improve in some way. So it won't make the top hundred. Maybe it won't make the top thousand. Right. It, it, like it, it, it's it's not it's not that's not where where it's 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 headed it could be it's an ideal in the future we'll see what happens with all the phony meat and how popular that becomes and it could be you know that maybe will be an, a, a, a great alternative interesting shilos are, go, are are going to come out um about fulfilling simchas yantiv with with uh, with with you know meat made in the lab and things like that, these, these questions are, are I mean they're already being dealt with in Basterbakhov and and that kind of uh, you know those kinds of discussions. Will that change the, the industry? Will it be better to eat if the taste is exactly the same and it's better and and uh, this was it better to have that than kill the animal? Maybe that's that's worth the discussion. It could be it's vartashless. Um, and unnecessary tzar, tzar if you have another snake right here to kill to kill an animal for it. So th- th- it could be. We'll have to see where where we're headed, like where this dire- you know, where, where where it's going. But it definitely doesn't seem that that, that the Kadolam across the spectrum of Torah Judaism are are really really uh, concerned about about killing the animals for the meat, and it hasn't really been a problem throughout our history. At all, it hasn't been discussed. Hasn't been an ideal. Hasn't, you know, it, 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 it really, it really hasn't been overall. Uh, aside from the Kabbalistic perspective, which which isn't so much focused on the animal itself. So yeah, I, th- I think I think uh, I think it's it's well pointed out.
0: So. We, we we just I, I think we we covered a lot of the gamut you know um, even if we've been speaking at, whether we were specific or talking in Rashi Prakim, but i i think we we covered a lot there and i think what it comes down to is we were able i think to present both sides as best as we possibly could again trying <laughs> trying to do it in a yashar way and in a ul khathil way but i th- i think what it what it comes down to is what we've said that you could you could make the argument, or even the counter argument, of whether or not it's ideal, whether it's the right thing, or the wrong thing, to Badafka to con- to consume animals, but also just to, to we, we also spoke about our relationship to animals. So whatever it is, whether you're friends with them, whether they are your food, right, whether they are friends or food, or something else, whether they're your, your tefillin or your or your sefer Torah, they they aren't meant to aid us in our service of Hashem, and the, and the line of demarcation between us has to be understood. And, again, you know, where, where, wherever it's going to come from, so we, we know, like, if you're a Baal Masora, it, it you know, you're able to sleep at night um, with with um, with your with your practice, if, um, again, if, if your practice is in line with that. So. Depending on how much how
1: much you eat and in what format, it may be a little bit hard to sleep, if you will.
0: I just had it. But what, what, I, what I think is important is that you know, when there are such arguments out there that you are less you are less moral than someone who is who has chosen, for whatever reason, to take on a different lifestyle. So I think you have to be very careful to say something like that. I think I wouldn't say it at all, especially considering who in the world is still, quote-unquote, still... I'm using this practice of eating uh, eating meat in lichat chila fashion. So the, the, again, the, the, there was a lot that was said, but I, I think a certain humility has to come into this kind of a conversation, especially when um, when it went into a conversation that um, is um, it's part of who we are as people. Is that we're talking about huge. Um, the, 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 we're talking about the majority of the, the, the leading um, Orthodox um, um, the minhag hanhaga. Of how we are, and which which is guided by the postkin. and not for no reason, but for for every for every logical reason. But that that I think that basically takes us through. And I do appreciate you coming on to to help um, walk us through this conversation, which I thought was a very fruitful one, but not just a fruitful one; it was a meatful one as well.
1: yeah, I was about to say that I was very happy to meet with you.
0: Oh. Okay. Right. I, I,
1: I, I'm not worried about you losing your listenership at this point because we're we're just about done. So yeah, I'm making one more
0: of list. those. Listen, we're 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 just we're, we're weeding out uh, the, the the wary, um, but, um, and I. In, in, in this particular podcast, there were no animals actually harmed, unless you consider words violence. Um, but uh, but there, there were no animals that were actually harmed in the making of this particular shear. But I think that does take with, us with, through, with, with, the, with the exception of the,
1: listen,
0: the listeners and all the jokes. Yes. So, Shkayach. <laughs> so, else, thank you so much for joining. I, I'm looking forward to having you next time, whenever that may be. Hopefully soon, because um, the, the sooner the better. So, Shkayach, once again, and for all That's you. Cool. For all you listening at home, um, that um, that takes us through this real talk to us. In the meantime, keep it real, keep talking, and most importantly, keep the Torah and all of its ideals. And wherever wherever, wherever the, the spectrum is, the ideals of the Torah, following the posthum, of course. Thank you for joining us here at the database.